Hello, everybody. Welcome to this installment of Half Cast. This is Chris. This is Jack. And this is Ryan. And the three of us this week are planning to go see Charlie Sheen's live tour in New York City. It's going to the uh, Radio Music City Radio Hall. City Music Radio City, City Music Hall. Who the fuck doesn't know the name of that, man? <laughs> radio, radio Music Radio, 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 radio Shack Hall. Radio Shack Hall. <laughs> <laughs> We're going yes. to the radio to watch the Charlie. <laughs> he sold out uh, Radio City Music Hall two nights, April 8th, April yeah. 10th. Within minutes. Yes. Within I was minutes. on the computer. Very yeah, lucky. Jack was, got yeah. us tickets. Now, we were all sorts of excited for this. And then about a week ago, when he kicked off the tour in Detroit, Detroit and it went down so poorly, we honestly were considering dumping our tickets. And we did yeah, talk about taking it. the loss. And then we said, well, let's see how it's going to go. Because, I mean, there were people who dumped tickets on, like, StubHub and all that. For nine dollars, <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. They spent even, like over a hundred dollars on. Well, even because yeah. I looked up, obviously, by you know, you can choose which section it is. If you go to a place like let's say StubHub.com, and um, and our seats people, are pretty damn good too. Our seats are very good, yeah. But there are people who had the pit seats, which is from what I understand, the meet and greet seats that were seven hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. And they were selling wow. them for like three hundred. So they're taking a massive loss per that's ticket. A, yeah, that's a massive shit. People definitely. who were like really wanted to dump the tickets, but. Anyway, uh, the show in Detroit didn't do well. The following night was in Chicago. That I, went over great. I, I started yeah, praying that they, they would get canceled. Yeah. I started yeah. to pray, please, God, let the next shows be canceled. Yeah. I want my money. But then Chicago went over great, and Cleveland went over great, where he allegedly wore the uh, Cleveland Indians hat from, you know. Oh, yes. Oh, sweet. League. For Major League. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Uh, we wanted to do a little Wild segment thing. saying, you know, kind of before, and then, you know, we'll, we'll do the rest of this half cast afterwards, but... Um, we were really looking forward to it. Uh, Ryan and I have been fans of Two and a Half Men for quite a while. And, and even uh, Charlie Jack. Sheen long before that. Oh, totally. For, since childhood, really. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I obviously saw him on Spin City, after, sadly, after Michael J. Fox uh, had to leave that mm-hmm. show. I mean, he was hysterical in Major League and Major League Two. Uh, yeah. First movie I saw was uh, Hot Shots movies, Part Two. The Hot Shots movies are, the hot shots are so yes. hilarious. Yeah. Back and when even his serious acting is pretty damn good, too. Chase. Well, Oh, man. Chase was good. I know you love, love the that Chase. Movie. I didn't like the Chase, but I saw it when I was it. like 13, so. Um, Great movie. I'd have to Henry see Rollins is in it, for God's sake. Even awesome. his more serious work is good. He was excellent in Wall Street. He was excellent in Platoon. Mm-hmm. Um, True. You know, he had a, he was in his heyday as a 21-year-old having a back-to-back success. is just, yeah. you know. He did. You know, he did. He skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, say what you want about him. He, you know, he had a great career. I mean, he is a great actor. He's funny. He's very multifaceted. So, yeah, two and a half men. And we were just excited, you know, thinking Uh, we wanted to go do this. It's like this is probably going to be a once in a lifetime thing because God knows what the hell is going to happen to this guy after this is over with. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. You know, there's (laughs) so much every day in the media that you hear it changes constantly. He's going back to two and a half men. Nobody wants him back. Somebody's going to replace him on the show. You know, Someone is always going to want Charlie Sheen, no matter what he does. Oh yeah, yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter how low. No matter he how matter. he he's the hottest commodity. More people in are Hollywood. watching Two and a Half Men than ever right yeah. now. Yes, he's the most famous man in the world right now. Yeah, he's yes. the most famous person on the planet, hands down. And everyone's watching what he's doing. But mm-hmm. I've I've liked Two and a Half Men from when did I first see it? I want to say like four years ago. I saw it, so maybe like after it had been on for a couple of years already, I just remember starting to catch it in like syndication because I'd get home from classes and it would be on around like, let's see, dinner time, I should think like seven to eight. It was on yeah. like some channel which, you know, syndicates old sitcoms and all that. <laughs> and I just caught a few episodes and it was just really, really funny. And I'd never made a conscious effort not to watch it. I just never caught it. I very rarely watch TV like mm-hmm. 
any TV when it broadcasts. It's always scheduled against <laughs> something that I watch. That's why I never got a chance to watch it. But yeah. the recent weeks, I've been watching more and more, and it's just funnier yeah, and funnier every episode. It's kind of like a womanizing asshole on the show. And yeah, well, that's the thing. It was kind of it's like art imitating life. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. yeah. that's why when they created the show, it says only one person can play this character. His name's Charlie. lives in Malibu. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Exactly. What's his actual job, his character's actual job on the show? He, in the beginning of the show, he writes basically jingles for commercials. And TV shows and things like that. Because I saw the one the other day, Charlie Waffles. Oh, where he's the kid's entertainer? Yes. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. He's like a Raffy kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's very funny. But everyone on the show is funny, to be fair. Everybody on Two and a mm-hmm. Half Men is funny. It's one of those shows where you put any combination of those characters in a scene together, and it's going to be funny. Like, everybody on that show is mm-hmm. hysterical. Yeah. While he may be the, the lead... I mean, you know, he's it's little, true. Obviously yeah. the lead he actor is the credit. yeah, he's the lead actor, but you know, everybody else is so consistent in their performances. The if he was funny, and you had the wrong people, mm-hmm. or you didn't have characters yeah. who were as entertaining, or mm-hmm. I mean, his, in the supporting role, John Cryer, he's hilarious. Oh, John Cryer plays his that character role is so so, so pathetic and yeah. neurotic. It's it's so funny. It is. It's awesome. And um, the kid, he's yeah. one of the most. Jake is yeah, so Jake, funny. He's, yeah. the, he's one of those kids that on most sitcoms, some of them are so annoying and unbearable. He's, he holds his own against his, the two of them. Yeah, sarcasm is really yeah. point. He does. The sarcasm. From yeah. the youngest age of the show, he's just fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Repeating uh, double entendres and not knowing what they mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in almost a Veronica-like yeah. way. <laughs> but regardless of yeah. anything, it's, I did find it so incredibly hypocritical of the people behind the show. And that's something I brought up to people who are just like, he's making $1.8 million. He should just go to work and do all that. It's like, well, if your boss sucks, your boss sucks. Well, did, did you but, hear what the guy actually said, what he, what he did, what set the whole thing off? Uh, he, at no, the end of every episode of the show, apparently his boss puts up like some kind of little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gem little or some bits. kind of little comment. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, and he said something Chuck to Lurie the effect of, if Charlie Sheen now lives me, I'm going to be really pissed. Uh-huh. And that's what made Charlie Sheen freak out oh, and okay. strike back at, at his boss. So it mm-hmm. wasn't initiated by Sheen in any way. No. He was oh, reacting okay. to that comment that was based on, you know, yeah, Sheen's personal but, problems as of late and as of early and in between. Yeah. Because yeah, CBS, <laughs> Warner's in, person. Yeah. Warner Brothers and CBS were supportive as hell for him. They said, get yourself cleaned up and come back. And yeah. he said he did it. Mm. You know. But it's so funny how the show finally got pulled regardless of what was going on mm. in his private life, which is, you know, let's call even semi-public life. Mm. It was still... Like they they didn't pull the plug on the show until he insulted the creator yeah. slash executive producer. What the fuck? You know that to me is being very very hypocritical. It's like he's making us money, it's fine. He's making us money, it's fine. What you saying? What about us? That's it. Show's canceled. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. For the rest of the year, we're not doing it anymore. Not only is he making himself lots of money, but he's also making them lots of money. Mm-hmm. I the mean, figures, they, they do their work and they're. You know, I mean, it's obviously all of the media. Oh yeah, DVD sales probably spiked after this whole thing went down. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The, the numbers I saw from obviously having read it, because now all that stuff is pretty much public information, is that the show is worth, I think it was a year, $160 million to, I thought it was the network and not necessarily Warner Brothers, because Warner Brothers is obviously the production company behind the show, the money people, let's say, and it airs on CBS. So and even so if they paid him the $3 million he wanted an episode, that's, and they paid him $60 million a year, he's still making them $100 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realize they have to pay the crew and the other actors and the writers and all those other people out of that money, but... Yeah. Hey, man, even if he after, goes back on the show, everybody's watching. Everybody's watching. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. The audience they've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the way they should have looked at this after everything 
is not by canceling yeah. the show, but saying, you hey, know, let's talk to he, him he's an asshole, but he's our asshole. You know, literally, he's everybody's got that person that you know, no matter what he says or does. Yeah, and they're a family. That's the thing. Like you work with people for that long, you become like a bonded family. Yeah, I mean that's, oh, a, that's yeah. a long. And you don't sitcom. kick you, you know, you don't kick yeah. somebody out who's got a problem. You you know, help them as best no, you no, can. No. I mean, apparently, and not only that, just it, people will watch, and they shouldn't use him for the fact that yo know, people are just going to watch him. There's some curiosity about this that isn't going to go away anytime soon. No way. And he's no it's chance. just making his existing fans more hardcore and mm-hmm. it's gaining him new fans mm-hmm. at yeah, the same time. Constantly. So with every yeah. every tweet, with every new t-shirt, <laughs> you yeah. know. So part of me feels he knows says, what he's doing. The critics I'm and sure. the haters at this alike, point. He's got he people is, behind him. Yeah. Which makes sense, which is why he's doing the merchandising and the tour and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain degree, I'm sure he's surrounded by yes men. People are just like, yeah, Charlie, do that. Yeah, do that. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. with that whole thing. But at, at the same time, I'm sure he has some kind of creative team who told him, like, all right, get on this Twitter thing. All right, get your own webcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he just pulled all these things out of thin air or said, like, one day I'm going <laughs> to I mean, open Twitter, a Twitter account. Twitter account alone what was it, 3 million it's followers like, in a couple of weeks. Maybe a couple less? of days. Yeah. No, it was days, I thought yeah. it was. yeah. Like the most one million within person. eight yeah. in, within a day and a half. Yeah, pretty much. It was insane. Yeah, and now it's up to like three and a half million. Yeah, which is fine. I'd rather read the shit he has to say than you know Lady Gaga or the Kardashians yeah. or any of those other most. Mm. I mean, a lot people. of it doesn't make much sense. But no, it's no. funny though. At the but same yeah, time, yeah, it is. Like that's why I almost wonder if all this stuff is planned because it's so insanely quotable. It's like nobody in the media would ever skew his words because why would you want to? Yeah. yeah, everything he's been saying between you know Tiger Blood, Adonis DNA, I'm yeah. an F eighteen, bro. I mean, all that stuff is so insanely quotable. <laughs> it really becomes such winning. Obviously, <laughs> oh, they become yeah. such catchphrases. It's yeah. like in modern pop great. culture, it's great. It yeah. is. It is. This is like his year. 2011 is going to be like the year of Charlie Sheen conquering all corners of media because he literally is on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. And online, people want him on a show. Online. Kimmel has him on from time to time. And, yeah. 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 I mean, you know. Jimmy Kimmel on TV. You know. <laughs> um, you know, he's got the live shows, though. So he's really coming at everything from all angles. But anyway, we're going to wrap up this, this first half of the half cast. So quarter cast. Yeah, quarter cast. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> we will pick this up following seeing the show at Radio City. And uh, you'll hear, obviously, our honest, uncensored reactions to it. So uh, see you in a few seconds. Yep. Yep. All right. All right, we're back. Post Warlock exposure. So, we yes, we it. have now seen it. Yes, we did. Mm. We saw the show. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> That's it was something. Yeah. It was. <laughs> you don't. The Titanic going down went smoother than that show, I think. Aww, oh, you re- you can't He's say really that. like dissatisfied yeah was, jack was angry. not Look, happy i don't mind all right let's let's set this up for the audience Go first ahead. of all he was 30 minutes late but it's okay because we were 30 minutes late because we ran a whole we 10K weren't 30 but, minutes late there was a, a huge line outside to get in still like yeah, they were still true. letting people we in we yeah. were if a he was few minutes late yeah we got there like five after eight yeah but i mean there was still people were yeah. still waiting to get in so but it's we not ran like, a marathon before we got there anyway. oh man he's charlie sheen he's allowed to be late yeah. I almost well, shows never that. start on time. You've yeah. been to concerts, Ryan. You know, oh, yeah. they never start on time. So if he was late, who cares? Mm. If it says it starts at eight, that means eight forty-five, nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. sorry, Jack. Yeah, you, we, you were obviously we, going to bitch about it. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, here's my grievance about the show. I expected going in. The whole reason I wanted to see this was to see what his side of the story on Two and a Half Men. We'd seen so much in the media. 
I felt with no cameras there and an audience, he would tell stories. Not just like one thing, how things crumbled, but over the years accumulated throughout eight years, different periods where he was dissatisfied or there was a dispute with a contract, something. They saved that to the end of the show and it was nothing to talk about. It was just nonsense. The whole 45 minutes was just nonsense. You know, whole, his stories. I was in Hong Kong and there were samurai in my room. You're full of shit, dude. <laughs> I thought that was funny, actually. I that's exactly funny. what I expected to hear when I went there. That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty I didn't much. I expect, like, serious stories and for him to be really getting down to what happened. Yeah, on the show well, my thing like is. That, without he, joking and being an idiot. He didn't go into much concerning the show, but I'm wondering if there could have been some kind of, you know, after he announced his tour, some kind of, like, let's say, you know, legal-like or injunction or something, injunction yeah, against him, yeah, against him, saying, yeah. like, you can't discuss this, that, or the other thing. Well, it, he did it, mention it could that be. about Denise. That, you know, he well, was, he said, he like, I, 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 I won't discuss that. He wasn't supposed to do that either, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah so... Mm. He got served I mean, with some kind of legal letter, he said. He yeah, that day, saying he yeah. couldn't talk about Denise at the first Radio City show. But, I mean, probably at any of the shows, period. But, I mean, here was my impression. I knew it was restructured to basically be almost like a Q&A. The guy who was basically asking him questions he was came idiot. out first. He was a, he, he yeah. thought he was Charlie Sheen. He, he thought he was, was that cool. He was lame. And he wasn't. He and was unfunny. really lame and unfunny. He was a lame yeah. disc jockey. That's what he looked like. Yeah. Yeah, when all else fails, just drop an F-bomb. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was unfunny completely mm-hmm. and didn't ask... Interesting questions, which could be a part of, you know, yeah, an injunction or, or some kind of, you know, restriction as far as what Charlie couldn't talk about. Yeah. Like I said, the show and, it, you know, let's that was, say Denise Richards and his marriage and all that. That was one of the flaws of the show. The the host and interviewer was... Oh, without a doubt, yeah. yeah. He didn't ask good questions. He was mm-hmm. not funny when he tried to make jokes. Yeah. Now, for me personally, the biggest problem I had with the show overall was... The audience. Agreed. That is one of the worst audiences I've ever been present at a show. In some ways, I felt kind of uh, they were assholes, and they were total assholes. Four seats down for us, the guy in the Ed Hardy shirt. Oh Oh my god, Guido scumbag, who we were ready to jump. Needed to be dragged out and beaten to death. That scumbag, and the fight that almost broke out in the last five minutes. Yeah, with that dopey drunk bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But some was, people paid all that money. It was you know, to like sit and heckle, to, to be drunk. And, and every time the yeah. house lights went up, fewer and fewer people were in their seats. Yeah. Every time on that screen. Well, I'd, up, I'd say it was probably half the fellow audience members. Like older married him. couples that were leaving. As yeah, I of course. coming up the aisle way and the seats where we were, we were kind of on the, we were in the middle. But the aisle from where I could see from my vantage point, there was like two or three married couples that were just like leaving it, you know, just Older shaking couples. their heads, yeah, know, shaking well, their heads and just, you know. So I'm, in ways, I felt I felt bad for people who paid that kind of money, but the audience just came in looking for, were bloodthirsty, were looking for, you yeah, know, they were yeah. they were just looking to heckle him and all yeah. that. People New York, literally, what it was used to do that in New York. People that Fuck clearly assholes. didn't like him and just didn't really want to be there. No, paid not at all. That money and, to go and there they and fucking pay that shout money. Yeah. nothing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, as mentioned earlier, you know, we did kind of have to run to get there because we were 10 blocks away at like 8 o'clock. So we did have to run from... I think we made a record time, too, for 10 blocks. I I think so. With a full full stomachs of pizza? Yeah. Yeah, we'd just gotten off of eating like two, well, in your case, three slices of pizza. Jackson Champ. uh, Giant beverages. And And bags um, of chips. Yep. Mm -hmm. All sorts of 
unhealthiness. But then again, we did load up on carbs. Maybe that helped with the run. Oh, it <laughs> I did. doubt yeah. we processed if anything. That and every time we got yeah. closer, it just looked farther away. It did. We it saw like, the big. Holy you know, shit! Yeah. It's not it Yeah. And none of us were in shoes designed for running. Nope. No. At all. Well, I never am. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm always in boots. <laughs> but we there got there. cheering us on in the... Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that girl outside outside the radio city was like, hustle, hustle. Hustle. Yeah. 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 That was funny. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you do this. <laughs> but we got there and we were a bit winded, to say the least, <laughs> when we got yeah. there. So I told them, I was like, all right, I walked to the seats with uh, Ryan and Jack. I saw we were. I was like, all right, you guys sit down. Let me go grab us a couple of waters. And, you know, we'll, we'll cool out before the show. Now, there were multiple bars set up. There must have been at least four, maybe six of these little mini bars set up with giant crowds surrounding them. Mm. Now... I'm going to say it was probably like 20 minutes it took yeah, me to get Yeah, you were gone for a while. I was gone yeah. for a while. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, I got you back before the show started. You just made it right before the show. Yeah. When so, the lights went up, you you got in. Yeah, it took about 20 minutes for me to get through. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but then again, I don't I don't drink much, and I drink even less out somewhere, you know, yeah. at a restaurant or a bar or whatever. But the drinks were like, I mean, it was $8 for Bud, $9 for every other beer. Oh, my God. Everything was poured into plastic cups, including the $4.50 bottle of Dasani's I got for us. Even had to be poured in a plastic cup. Yeah. Which was yeah, really yeah, annoying. Because had they gotten a bottle, yeah. I would have gotten three bottles and mm-hmm. brought them. But instead, I got two plastic cups because that's all I could was carry. Like and I was like, here, you two. size yeah. bottle ones that they sell at the movie theaters? No, like a 20-ounce like bottle. Regular, like a regular yeah. bottle you get yeah. like a... You know, at a convenience store or something, you know, from a refrigerator. For four, yeah. A- yeah, for four fifty. That's where I started to get a bad feeling when I was waiting to get drinks, only because of the audience. Because there are people... I mean, one guy walked up and ordered 16 Heinekens. Jesus Christ. Yeah, at $9 a bottle. And then even other people around, like two people, and they're buying, you know, like several martinis and all that. And I'm like, wow, either with a bunch of people or they're just going to be drinking heavily. So I just didn't feel... I didn't feel no, good about the audience from that. Yeah. And that was, again, one of four or six of these little bars. Yeah. Just the feel of the crowd. It was almost like a crowd who, I would almost think half of them just got the tickets. Like, none of them really seemed excited about the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just looked at it as, you know, like, hey, it's a Friday night. This, you know, we're going That's to Radio City. Yeah. yeah. And... They brushed it off like it's a hundred twenty five dollar ticket, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And then a hundred dollars. I'll make more of that at AC yeah. this weekend and... In yeah, my Ed Hardy shirt. And a lot of the dopey fucking goombas who were in the crowd with us. Christ. I mean, I'm sorry. And, you Worst know, I, <laughs> people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously Worst. Jack and I are Italian, but a lot of the, the, you know, let's say stereotypical Italian in New York is just like, hey, you know, little guy in a tight ass shirt. Mm-hmm. Short guy. <laughs> you know, of course, <laughs> you know, with this girl, it's like, hey, get uh, tree beers and uh, what you want, honey? Martini <laughs> and a martini. Or what's a rocatini, which they didn't, they weren't serving oh, at all of them because it's like a blended martini. So they, <laughs> so it looks like there's um, like an icy machine, mm. and only certain ones had it. So people were pissed because they're walking up to these, yeah. you know, things they couldn't get their their woman a uh, rocketeer, what's it, rocketini, <laughs> whatever. It's a dumb name, no, but it is. And the funny thing was the the signs that were in the lobby that uh, said no heckling and that. 
you know, anyone violating this yep. would be thrown out. Yep. That did not happen. No, not at all. Yeah. yeah. No, not one person got tossed out of there for being so an many people they just were had their, drunk. Even that yeah. fight, they just sat yelling. the person back down. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't do anything. There was no Someone security. Down to nothing. A fist fight and you let them stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But literally, the audience was heckling so much. And he actually did reference it at one point when he was talking. And it almost sounded like he was doing it in the middle of a mall on a Saturday. Yeah. Because there's that much, like, chatter going on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like did really you guys lame. come here to listen to me talk? Like, yeah, that's he did. He he's like, yeah. well, you know, when I, I thought when I'm talking, you guys are supposed to be quiet. I thought that's how this works. Like, yeah. Something like that. I mean, there are people the whole show yelling, like, you suck. Or like, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I think yeah. the jackass and that hard issue actually oh yelled that God. out. It Boring, al- yeah. yeah. It almost Asian. it almost seemed to me like people paid. It wasn't a rock concert. And that's no. What wanted it, no. You know. Well, aside from that, it seems like people paid money for the privilege to bitch about it later on. Exactly. You know, or, or to drop more money on booze and drink and not remember the show. And it just be like, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Now, the funnier thing to me was <laughs> the next day when my parents were asking about it, because they had seen it, obviously, a recap on the, you know, mm-hmm. all, the news channels are primarily New York-based uh, networks. Uh, and there were there were no shortage of cameras and reporters and all that outside Radio City when the show let out, oh, yeah, um, which as Jack not. said was like forty five minutes, maybe like an hour. Yeah, it, and, was, it uh, was just barely. It was short, but yeah. probably probably, probably because the audience was being. He such went to the went to video and said, "We got to cut this." Yeah, this he's like, "These people are assholes," and I'm not going to sit here and waste my time. And I can't, I can't blame uh, him. I don't, I don't blame hold him for it against that either. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do not hold it against him at all because the audience, as we said, were being just total assholes. And at that point, it got out of control. Yeah, I mean, sometimes for a couple of minutes, people would heckle and then it would die down. But then at one point, it just, yeah, then it just, just like the audience just at one point people just stopped paying attention to what he was saying. And I thought his stories were funny. I did too. I enjoyed that. The Plaza Hotel one was my favorite. Plaza Hotel story was funny. Oh, yeah, I think that's everyone's favorite. Which is the only thing he told. Uh, yeah. Him and Nicolas Cage on a plane to San Francisco I thought was funny. That you know, was just, great. Th- yeah. There are some funny stories that he told. And um, I enjoyed the show. I I don't hold it against him for cutting it short necessarily. But anyway, getting back to the news, there were cameras and reporters and all that waiting outside radio say to talk to people. And when my parents were asking me about it, they said... You know, oh, they said a lot of people were walking out, and he was a half hour late. I was like, yeah, but they were still letting people in. So if he was yeah. a half hour late, who cares? And yeah. concerts never start on time. Just you know, mentioning that to them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, people were walking out because there was nudity at the show. Apparently, I was like, there was no nudity there at the no show. There's nothing. <laughs> like his his two ladies walked out. They said hi to the you know, hey New York or whatever it was, yeah. and then left. They were fully clothed. Yeah, mm-hmm. there there was nothing. There was no nudity. He didn't like moon the audience or no. anything. No. And he wasn't being rude to the audience whatsoever. No, no, if not, anything, not the least the quote unquote interviewer in, so, was. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he is a you know he is a Yankees tattoo. That's the only thing people really cheered for mm. on his army is the, the NY. You know, is he from yeah, New York logo. originally? Did he say? Well, he said he was born in New York and lived there until he was like five, mm. and then they moved out to Los Angeles. That makes sense. His father probably moved around a lot. Well, with working, yeah, it just yeah, kind of makes yeah. sense. If you're going to keep a family somewhere, obviously, it's LA is where the work is. That's what really killed it for me is that the audience. I mean, do I wish it was longer? Yes. Would I like to have heard more yeah. about everything going on with regard to the show and maybe some personal things? Yes. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's that he didn't want to talk about it as much as, you know, somebody told him he probably could. told him he legally couldn't. And again, yeah. as, as he said the show, you know, he, he did get some kind of, you know, uh, legal notice. Uh, f- I don't know if it's from. Someone who represented Denise Richards, yeah. but saying like he cannot discuss things with regard to their marriage or mm-hmm. current affairs going on with he and her, mm-hmm. which you know can't hold that against him. Did yeah, anybody f- not? Did either of you guys follow up on the Sunday Night Show? Like, did I know just oh, more no. likely the didn't happen? Chuck Lorre. I'm sure Chuck Lorre didn't show up. He did yeah. mention that on, the, on Friday. 
that he invited Chuck Lorre to meet him on stage at the Sunday show at Radio City. And try to work and out And try and sort things out. And, of course, yeah. you know, the guy's like, Nobody's hey, don't everyone want to see Charlie go back to an F, man? Yeah. yeah. And he said that he'd love to go back to the show because he loved the show and the job and the people mm-hmm. who worked with and all that. So mm-hmm. something will happen down the line. They've got to reach final negotiation somewhere. Well, you would hope so. I mean, um, sitcoms usually start filming in late July or August. I wouldn't August. count on it, though. Who Honestly, knows? I wouldn't count on it, but it's it's a possibility. I mean, he's he's proven he brings an audience. Oh, you know, absolutely, he did sell yeah. out this tour and you know minutes. Yeah, in nineteen minutes, yeah. you know, and then they added the second show on Sunday. So I don't know. I, I would think so, but they already scheduled uh, season eight, the last season that aired for a DVD release in September. Yeah, it has a date, which I'm surprised. I would think they'd put that out now so it'll sell like crazy. Oh, like, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that would be like the priority I mean, printing. More people are watching the show than ever now. And it's in reruns. In yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I love seeing back on the show. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm not sorry I went to the show. It, well, it, me either. I was glad to, you know, we can at least say we were part of, of that. Of course. saw yeah. that experience. Yeah, it just it'll didn't never happen pan again. out well. No. If no, you had I, to ask me would I go back again for another show, if it was for free, I wouldn't even do it. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would just for free. Based, I that I audience, no, no, unfortunately, just based on the audience itself, yeah. I wouldn't go well, yeah. back and sit through that. The, I'm sure oh, the no. Sunday night show again. was probably more tame because Friday night people are going out at the end of the week and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. The Sunday night show, I would think, was probably a little more people tame. Probably weren't as drunk. Yeah, that that really <laughs> killed it for me. But yeah, whatever. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I went. And you it too. was a great day out. So I'm always biased. Yeah. Oh, because absolutely. Going out with you guys is always fun. Yeah. And always the is. most winning we did was Dave and Buster's an hour later. That was oh, great. Yeah. Some ski that ball. was the highlight yeah. of the trip. What a night. What <laughs> a night. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this half cast. So tune in to our regularly scheduled show this upcoming Friday. And don't forget to pass the word on about theonlypodcast.com and our blogs. Check out our videos, which are slowly being integrated into the site. And uh, we do promise you some more half-casts in the future. So, once again, this is Chris. This is Jack. And this is Ryan, and you've just listened to another half-cast.